and welcome to the Cambridge Connection, your roadmap to debt solutions and renewed financial wellness with your host, Gordon Oliver. The Cambridge Connection is brought to you in partnership with Cambridge Credit Counseling, offering you simple, safe financial solutions since 1996. Welcome, everyone, to the Cambridge Connection right here on WHMP 101.5 FM, 1400 AM. I'm your host, Gordon Oliver, here with my co-pilot, Tina Marie. Tina, what's up? Hey, how about them Giants? Yeah, 0-6, oh, wasn't I'm, that? The, the, one they weren't, six. They were oh, No, 6-1. and one. Oh, 6 and 1. But the prediction six was that they were going to be oh, like 0-7, oh, yeah. oh, everything, seven. right? Yeah, yeah. NFL, you never know. Teams can come together. Coaching, always talk about it. It's exciting. Um, it's obvious the coaching is doing the job here. I'll yeah. quickly squeeze in this week the... What? Islanders beat the Rangers 3-0, oh, okay. just so those yes, of you yeah. that don't know, I'm an Islander fan and have been for my entire life, and it's my pleasure to welcome our guest, Deb Jordan, loan officer with Shamrock Home Loans, NMLS number 522540. Deb, welcome to the Cambridge Connection. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. I'm, I'm glad you're here, too, because I know you, know, you love Halloween. We're two days away from Halloween, um, so... We, we've already kind of addressed this, but favorite costume, I know that's a hard one for you because you love to dress up, you love to be part of the season, so favorite costume, what is it? I think the favorite costume is always the next one, the one I have planning next. Are you going to let that oh. loose on this show? <laughs> we have to wait till Monday. You're going to have to wait till Monday. All right, oh. we'll report back, we'll report All back, right. that's fine. Uh, what about you, Oh, uh, yeah, no. No, no. No, you know what? I I was always a big fan of homemade costumes. Okay. You know, even with my, my daughter growing up. I One time, I, I remember I made her literally a haunted house with a box lit up and everything. It was so creative, I thought. But now, days, it just seems like people are buying them, and it's it bores me. All right. I'm going to get negative for a minute. All I right. was Gene Simmons. I had somebody paint my face as That's Gene Simmons. That's not boring, though. Okay, but what is boring... I don't want to be negative. We're not doom and gloom on the show. What is annoying, <laughs> if you ever seen Falling Down when Michael Douglas goes bananas and he's in like the food place and he orders food. First of all, he can't get breakfast because it's too late. Then he looks up at the pictures <laughs> and then this sloppy it, it, crap yes. comes on a tray and he's like, what? Why can't I get with the picture like that? It's just right. like the Halloween costumes. All the makeup, like you get the teeth and it looks like they make it look like you can make it look like what that picture is. Well, that's because that's a picture, Gordon. Yeah, but but it, it makes me think that vision, that's what I'm going to look like with, with the props. You didn't look like that? No. Oh, I bet you did. Even the fake blood. Oh. You know, it, gets, it looks so much better when people are doing all the makeup behind it. When you put it on yourself, it kind of looks like a, you know, well, you'd probably have, attempt. Yeah, you, you need a professional makeup artist. And if you don't have one, you're on your own. Wing well, it. That's the truth. But that's, uh, the, that's, the, that's what I'm talking about. I bet you it was great. All these made up. You buy the costume, buy the wig. No. No, do it yourself. Yeah, do right. it yourself. Well, with Pinterest, obviously, you can go on anywhere now and try to find ideas that other people will share. Uh, more important topic than ever right now, I think, is dealing with mortgages. Uh, you know, whether to, if you're a first-time home buyer or if you're someone that's getting ready to, to consider buying a home, there's a lot of... Um, uncertainty out there uh, for real estate agents. There's a lack of inventory to be able to have choices for borrowers. So Deb, uh, we're really glad to have you on the show. And again, I feel like um, we get into a lot of things that are about financial wellness and financial wisdom on this show. And I'm so grateful to have you because everyone's uncertain with the economy. There's one headline after another, and um, it's going to be great to dig in some real 
good advice um, that, that we can talk to our consumers and the listeners of, of the show about, especially if they're dealing in mortgages, thinking about refinancing. Uh, it's, a, it's an incredibly important investment no matter what the economy looks like. So to have you here uh, to help us unpack that is really, uh, I'm grateful that you're on the show. So we're going to take a quick break, and when we get back, we're going to unpack everything about mortgages with Deb Jordan, loan officer with Shamrock Home Loans. This is Gordon Oliver with The Cambridge Connection. We'll be right back. This January, payments on student loans start up again. If your budget or other bills are making things tight, Cambridge is a nonprofit agency that helps people regain control of their debt. Call us at 1-800-CAMBRIDGE. Welcome back, everyone, to The Cambridge Connection. I'm your host, Gordon Oliver, here with my co-pilot, Tina Marie, and our special guest, Deb Jordan, loan officer with Shamrock Home Loans, NMLS number 522540. Deb, again, so grateful to have you here on the show. we got a lot to talk about. We certainly do. Talk to my co-pilot all the time about how we run out of time for that 28 minutes, so let's get right to it. Never enough time. Let's get into this. So tell uh, our listeners, our audience, about your experience, about your journey of where you are today as a loan officer? My journey as a loan officer. Well, first of all, I truly believe in home ownership. I love being a homeowner. I've owned my own home for over 25 years. Um, and many people don't realize that that is the single most best way of wealth appreciation is home ownership. Um, so I'd really like to help buyers fulfill their dream of home ownership. And how long have you been, been doing this? I've been doing this specifically since 2006. Wow. I've, I've been in banking since, well, infancy. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, well, that's a long time. Have. I think bank, <laughs> infancy with banking, right? Uh, although it does feel like it's been uh, 52 million lifetimes that the banks yeah. have been involved with everything. Uh, so this is an important transaction for a consumer. So before we get into some tips and tricks and things that, that people would want to know as they're looking into this, we're seeing just some real uncertainty. I just saw a headline just thinking about us talking today. It said mortgage rates expected to fall by 5.4% by late 2023. And all the news has been about them rising and the Fed raising rates because of uh, inflation and the potential of a recession. So in the mortgage industry, being in, in the business as long as you have been, I'm sure you've seen these up and downs. 2008 was obviously a a tremendous disaster. So in you advising people and counseling people, you've been through these swings. Oh, absolutely. I mean, when I bought my house, it was I had fantastic credit and I, I got it at a 9% interest rate and that was a 5-1 arm, uh, adjustable rate mortgage. Uh, so the, the rates have been all over the place. Granted, we, we've had a really good run of really low interest rates. Um, we're probably not going to see that to that degree again. However, they do anticipate by the end of next year, we should be seeing it trickle back down. It's, it's all about, um, well, it, it's about inflation right now. And right. they're trying to control inflation by raising the, the Fed rate, which impacts our Spending. mortgage rates. Mm -hmm. yep. <laughs> so as, as, as they eventually begin to decrease spending and lower inflation, then this will stabilize some and we should be seeing a, at least a slight reduction next year. You know, uh, this is why I, I'm not a, an advocate. I look at the news, I look at headlines, but I also understand that beast. It all depends on messaging. And to speak to an expert like you that's actually in the trenches, doing what you've done best for such a long time, helping people, um, you obviously have to keep track and do the best you can with resources that you 
research and that your company researches to be able to give the best advice that you can. Exactly. And you see all of these little snippets of headlines out there. Um, some of my not so favorites, uh, marry the house and date the rate. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's a really great flippant way of ta- talking about it. I mean, they're not wrong. Uh, the idea is to find the house that you want to stay in. And as long as the payment is comfortable, that's the main thing. Are you comfortable with the payment as it is? And then if you can get it lower over time, fantastic. But that's, be prepared. That, be yeah. prepared. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it, you know, you got a lot of people out there that are just being flippant. That well, the, the this is the rate and this is the way it is, and it used to be high before, and now it's just back and and get over it. But they got to understand too that you know, all right, back when I bought in '96, yeah, I bought at a nine percent rate, but I also bought at one hundred thousand, not three hundred sure. or four hundred sure. or five hundred thousand. But it's it's all relative. It, it it depends on what you can afford for a monthly payment. So. Focus on that, and then we can take it from there. I think you just hit the nail on the head because where we're at right now is pretty much, you you said, you know, the last couple of years, the rates have been so low. And now because of that, the values during COVID kind of were insane, like the amount of people bidding off of lists, you know, five, six, seven times uh, over lists, just incredible time of people either taking cash out or figuring out a way to ha- how to uh, take advantage of such low rates. Now, as a result, it's my understanding that inventory is low and the rates are high. So that has to pretty much speak to a stagnant market, I would guess. Is that what you're seeing? No, there's still people out there and, and houses are still moving. Uh, the, the number one reason we have a, a low inventory is they have really not been building to the capacity of what the need is for so long. And when they are building, they're building mega mansions. They're not mm, building sure. first-time homebuyer, you know, affordable, affordable homes. Yeah. So that's, that's one of the main concerns. So, so the fact that less people are out there looking just means that instead of there being 20 offers on a home maybe there's 10 offers on a home <laughs> yeah it, it's still crazy but not to the to the extent that it was crazy earlier this year again not my my line of of work or things that i pay much attention to other than it being like uh, you know coexisting in in some of the uh, consulting and business development that i do but it, if I'm, I'm not mistaken materials during covid like wood the costs would just which i would have to believe would make builders either steer away from building because now their margins, if they're already in deals, like I'm sure that caused problems too somehow. Oh, I'm sure for new construction financing, that's that's not a loan that I specifically uh, specialize in. But I, I think I've heard of cases where they started a build and then their quotes end up revising because of the cost of the rising cost of the materials. And that that could impact whether or not the client can still afford that house. Sure. And that's what it comes down to, too. I think and I'm part of, of the work that Tina does at Cambridge Credit Counseling as a counselor. Obviously, one of the most important things that people can do is, number one, have a budget in place. Number two, it's deciding out of that budget how much of, of the income that you bring in or do you expect or is it good to spend on a mortgage payment? Do you have a number that you usually speak to consumers about on that? Well, depending on the loan product, that, that number can vary. And and that's the thing. Uh, I mean, it used to be that you would want no more than 36% of your income going towards your bills. 
towards your home, correct? When you say bills, your your home inc- costs, your home as well as your other debts. You, oh. you wanted twenty eight percent to be just towards the house, and thirty six percent being the mortgage plus the other debts. These days, we're going up to over 50% of your income going towards bills, which means we we can qualify you, but it's going to be uncomfortable if that's truly just your income and that's truly your debt. Then it it gets a little uncomfortable if you're over 50% of your income going towards your bills. So that said, depending on the time, depending, like consumers are dealing with the fact that income hasn't really gone up much, but expenses have gone up extraordinarily. And for people that are searching, um, you had mentioned something that the MBS Highway, um, Barry Habib said, while we're expecting housing prices to stabilize and may see a little less craziness going way over asking price, waiving inspections, and even appraised value. So they're working with consumers on different ways to help them come to the things that they have to get solved to be able to get the mortgage completed? So it's not a matter matter of revising that it's because the inventory is stabilizing just a little bit uh it it means that like i said instead of 20 offers there might be only 10 offers on a property they might not have to go 50,000 over asking price but they might be going 20,000 over asking price uh they are less likely to waive home inspections and and uh, granted they can't technically waive an appraisal if they're getting a mortgage, but they could say, look, if the, if the appraised value doesn't come in at my purchase price, I'm willing to kick in the difference. Um, so there's still a lot of that going on, but maybe not to the craziness that there was. I mean, I God, I had a guy going 100000 over asking and not getting the offer accepted. Wow. Yeah. That's, see, that's frightening to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just insane. Um, I think what we're going to do is we're up against a hard break. Um, when we get back, you deal with home, uh, first-time homebuyers a lot, and those programs change, so it's important for people. And Tina, obviously, Cambridge Credit Counseling does first-time homebuyer courses. So let's get into that a little bit for people that are thinking about going down the road of going from rent to mortgage. This is Gordon Oliver with The Cambridge Connection. We'll be right back. If you've lost income during the pandemic and have fallen behind on your rent or mortgage payments, Cambridge Credit Counseling can help. Talk to one of our HUD-certified counselors at 1-800-CAMBRIDGE. Welcome back, everyone, to The Cambridge Connection. I'm here, your host, Gordon Oliver, with my co-pilot, Tina Marie, and our special guest, Deb Jordan. So, Deb, this, again, mortgage times, this information is so valuable. Grateful to have you on the show. Um, we're going to unpack some things about first-time homebuyers. Yeah, Deb, I'm curious. How about interest rates? What What are the rates today? <laughs> uh, that's that's the most common question I get, and <laughs> and it all depends. <laughs> okay. Uh, so interest rates depend on your credit score. It depends on how much you're putting down. It depends on your debt ratio, your the ratio between the, the debts you have and the income that you have coming in. So without me knowing all of those things, I can't identify the rate specifically. But it's a, I'm glad you brought it up, though, because people get so focused, laser focused on the interest rates, and they're comparing three, four, five different banks. But the problem is, these days, the rates are changing daily, sometimes several times a day. So if you're calling this bank and then the next day calling that bank, you're, you're comparing apples and oranges because now the first bank's rates has changed. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's that's ironic you should say that because I was going to ask, is it important to lock in a rate or, you know, what are points? What, what does all that mean? So typically you cannot 
lock the interest rate until you have an accepted offer on a property and you're putting the loan in process. Because when we're locking it, we're you know we're locking it with our company as well. So we're we're solidifying that. So the Once actual property has to be known. Right. Just right. to unpack that. So pre-approval, you can't lock a rate in when you're pre-approved. T- typically not. Okay. No. And um, so as, as you're submitting the 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 rate lock. Once it's locked, that means it's locked. It, it means if the rates go down, well, you're, you're locked at that. But if the rates go up, you are secure with that. So when I'm, when I'm talking to clients, I'll ask them, are you comfortable with the payment as it is? Because that's the most important thing. If you're comfortable with that payment, great. We lock it in and then just don't look back. You know, you're comfortable with that rate. You're comfortable with that payment. There you go. Uh, because the the flip side is people that you know, as the rates went up, they said, oh, no, no, I don't like that rate. Let's just wait. And then it went higher and higher yeah, and higher. And right. now people are freaking out. I always say, I'm not a gambler. I, you know, it's it's up to the individual if they want to lock or not, but I'm, I'm going to advise them, look, I'm not a gambler and there's no guarantees that that rate's going to come down. It, mm-hmm. it, it, in fact, in this environment, it, in all likelihood, it may increase. Right, right. We're, we're not expecting it to come down anytime soon. We're, we you know, the feds are talking about another rate hike. So it, it could impact us further before it, it starts leveling off. So as an example, if someone locks in at 5.54 today and then it goes down to 5.21, they can take advantage of the floor, but the ceiling stays. It won't go higher than 5.54. No, once, once they're locked, they're locked at that. If you oh, that's it. So it, it, yeah. if it, it's not like a you get advantage if it goes down. It is lock, lock, it, it, that's it's, it. it typically, yeah, typically when it's locked, it's locked. And then you had asked about points. So in the past, we were pretty much quoting par rates. We were quoting, okay, based on zero points, here's the rate today. But because, and, and honestly, I, I believe it's because the industry believes that eventually it's going to come back down. That means we're going to be doing a lot of refinances maybe two, a, a year and a half, two years from now. Sure. Um, so you're not finding a lot of par rates. You're not finding a lot of zero point rates. It's coming with one or two points or more, depending if you're buying an investment property, it's even more. So one point is 1% of the loan amount. So if you're buying a $200,000, not the purchase price, but if your loan amount is 200000 then it, that's one point is $2,000. Two points is $4,000 extra added to closing costs. So, um, all of that said, if if a person's a first time home buyer, a couple of things. Cambridge Credit Counseling, the sponsor of the show, has a complete housing department that does reverse mortgage counseling, housing counseling, foreclosure intervention, first time home buyer courses is right. something that people can take so that they can put the plan together and be educated. And I know knowing you and how you operate, this is what how you lead to educating the consumer, helping them make a decision. Um, so for as a first time home buyer, do you have some huge points that you want to point out that they should be looking into as they're making a plan to be a first-time homeowner? So, I mean, the first, very first thing they should be doing is is coming to a lender such as myself, having us take a look at the credit and see what steps need to be taken in order to qualify. If you're there, great. But nine out of 10 times, there's going to be a path I'm going to need to outline for the client to let them know, all right, well, we need to work on the credit a bit. <laughs> here's Here's some of the things that I would advise lowering you know lowering the usage of credit lines is a huge thing i mean people think oh i'm paying my bills on time but if your car, if your card credit card is maxed out that's impacting your credit score deb if i can just interrupt and ask a quick question so um it's my understanding and, and again i could be wrong it's up to the lender correct so so if an individual comes to you with a certain credit score 
you might be looking for something a little bit different than a next lender, or is it pretty much an industry standard? That depends. So a lot of the local banks are going to only have your regular vanilla conventional loans that they might want a 660 credit score, where uh, some of us direct lenders can work with more of the government programs that we might be able to work with a 580 or 590. So it, it depends on the loan program. Now, I have some programs that have down payment assistance that I need at least a 640. So if they're in need of those down payment assistance funds, then I'm going to work with them to try and get that 580 credit score up to a right, 640. Right, because, I mean, ultimately, you want to loan them the money. You want them to get in the home. Right. Right, yeah. And and, and those lower credit scores come with higher interest rates. So people have sure. to understand that, you know, building their credit up is going to help them afford things. Uh, not only just a mortgage, with everything. It, it, you know, even when they're getting their insurance, they're going to look at their credit score, and it's going to impact what the payment is going to be. You know, we had Elizabeth Sadukos on the show from Credivolve, and obviously speaking with Christopher Vialli, the CEO of Cambridge, they partnered with this fintech company now to take consumers that are not mortgage ready mm-hmm. through software, yes. through training, through coaching to get them mortgage ready. First time home buyer courses, I know Deb leads with that education, Cambridge Credit Counseling does as well. Important for consumers listening or if you have family members or friends that are getting involved, this is a transaction of a lifetime. Yes. You said it in the onset, it's an investment, right? And you are pro mortgage versus rent and there's pros and cons to both. But I understand it's an investment, probably one of the best ones you can get into for family, for even, even family uh, investments down the line. Real estate property, great investment. So you've got to be educated. You've got to know what you're getting yourself into. And before we run out of time here, I you had mentioned Shamrock Home Loans is a direct lender. Yes, we are. Can you say what the benefit and advantage of a direct lender is and maybe even a plug about Shamrock and, and why you work uh, for that company? Sure. So with with um, when you're looking, you have banks. So banks, mortgages are one of many avenues they have to make money. A direct lender, that means that we are underwriting our own files and well, not not myself personally. <laughs> Within Shamrock, we have we have underwriters working on site and we're loaning Shamrock's money. Uh, and then there's there's brokers that facilitate the transaction, but their underwriting is done ultimately by the, the lender that's going to lend that money. Uh, so what I like about working, I've worked for the big banks. Uh, what what I like about working as a direct lender is it's all we do. If we don't close the mortgage, none of us are getting paid. So, sure. so we're going to do what, you know, instead of just getting an email saying, nope, Deb, this doesn't work. I get a phone call from the underwriter saying, well, this isn't working like this, but here's what I think we right. should do. Going back to what I said, <laughs> you want to loan the money, right? Yes. You want to help the consumer, right? So we we talk about bringing great experts on this show all the time, and knowing you and knowing how much you care about helping the consumer with this transaction, it's it's really uh, tremendous to have you on here, especially at such uncertain times in dealing with such a transaction. So before we let you go, where can people find you if they are looking for a mortgage? So if you Google Shamrock Home Loans, and then you can look under Loan Officer, and it's Deb Jordan. Awesome. All right, Tina, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back to do what we do, close the show. This is Gordon Oliver with The Cambridge Connection. Buying or refinancing a home can be stressful. That's why your next mortgage should be a Shamrock Home Loans, where we will ask the right questions up front in order to avoid the pitfalls later in the loan process. 
I'm Deb Jordan, Loan Officer, NMLS 522-540, and these days, while it's easy to find a mortgage company, there's lots of competition, which is good for you, the consumer. At Shamrock Home Loans, we have been an exclusive mortgage company since 1989. That's all we do, just mortgages. At Shamrock Home Loans, everyone, including the president and CEO, is involved and attainable to their clients, referral partners, staff, and of course, their communities. So next time you need a mortgage, visit shamrockhomeloans.com and look for Deb Jordan. Welcome back, everyone, to the Cambridge Connection. I'm your host, Gordon Oliver, here with my co-pilot, Tina Marie. This is a big transaction in someone's life, mortgages. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. It's a lifetime, you know, um, unless you're just investing. But even so, just investing, if it's still something that you have to take into consideration, everything. Um, I bought a home as a single mother uh, almost 20 years ago now and um, scared to death going into it, you know. But I, you just there are things you have to take into consideration. Um, obviously, interest isn't just one of them. No. You know. No. Um, if you, I, you So I brought up. Credit valve, right? Yes. Because people are not ready and there's reasons why. Let's say credit score. The amount that you can pay in interest over a mortgage with a lower credit score versus a, a higher credit score can be a couple hundred thousand Very dollars. Significant. So so then the question becomes for the consumer, what what do you want? What's palatable for you? Exactly. Is that okay with you to spend an extra 200000 or is it okay with you to get on a plan, have a budget, get your debts down, get your credit score to the area where you're going to get a much more competitive rate, which means savings and, again, we talk about this as an investment, you own nothing until you own it outright. Right. The bank owns the home. Right. And also, you know, keep in mind property taxes, homeowners insurance, all of these things, whether they're escrowed into the loan or not, they fluctuate. So if you can afford the payment at that point, great. But always think about the future. Property value goes up. There goes your property taxes, you know. Another keep in mind for me would be, don't forget, as a homeowner, you own it. The boiler goes out. Oh, you're done. You have to pay for it. Gordon, the roof needs to be my replaced. So there's some additional homework that you can do. And that's why bringing on Deb as an example, I know how she operates and she represents how mortgage uh, brokers should operate. She cares about the consumer. She talked about her own story about she got into home ownership and then she believes in it. And she also believes in getting people into homes in the right position. And that's very important. Sometimes though, for for consumers, when they're, you know, everybody thinks that that's the American dream, it can be the American dream. It's just how you set that dream up, right? It can also be the American nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) What was that? Wasn't there a movie about this? The Money Pit, right? Where everything in the home, once they bought it, was going wrong? Oh my God. I'll never forget the first time I had a flood in my basement. My daughter was about seven or eight at the time and she yelled, Mom, call maintenance. And I said, We are maintenance. Yeah. So you were Schneider, so, Schneider yeah, yeah. from one day at a time. You had the tool belt. Oh, I've learned a lot. Yeah. Well, look, um, grateful to be with you here again. This is such important information in very difficult economic times. And of course, I have a quote to leave us with that I prepare each week to share our motivation. I look forward to your quotes. Here we go. Even though there are days I wish I could change some things that happened in the past, there's a reason the rearview mirror is so small and the windshield is so big. Where you're headed is much more important than what you've left behind. Join us every week on this show. Great experts like Deb Jordan on the horizon. 
Join us Saturdays at 9.30 a.m. And if you missed any shows or you've simply missed us, you can find us where you listen to your favorite podcasts or go to whmp.com, click on podcasts, and listen to any shows of the past. We want you to be part of the conversation, just like this important one today. You can email connect at cambridgecredit.org or feel free to call 1-800-CAMBRIDGE.